This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies. Coming to you once again from me, Casa, and my guests is Casa's. It's Sunday. February 27th, 2022. And my guests today are Brandon Collins, Noel Wells, and Rachel Wolfson. Hey, y'all. Hi, Doug. <laughs> Let's meet them individually and alphabetically, starting with our current champ, Brandon Collins is back. Hello, Brando. Hey, Doug. How you doing, man? <laughs> you doing all right uh you might as well go ahead we talked before the show but you might as well tell the listeners why you sound this way yeah but i had a uh, had few too many coronas had drunk black history uh this past friday in brooklyn at the bell house thank you to anyone who was listening that came out um but i'm 35 and i can't drink like i used to man it's it hurts everything it's yeah you got it. this is like a two-day hangover you got this is really bad off of beers <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I had one Jameson shot, but that's not enough to make me feel like this, man. I mean, my it legs. Just takes, it takes so legs. little. Once you get to a certain age, it takes so little to feel so bad the next day. So uh, I appreciate you uh, coming out or, you know, you're still at home, but I appreciate you being here nonetheless, because uh, the last couple of hangovers I had before I got out of the game were uh, it's just brutal. How yeah, bad I, mean, I, get. <laughs> I had to defend my title. You know, I had an edible and a Red Bull. I'm ready to go. <laughs> All right. Also joining us is a regular on the show, writer, director, and star of Mr. Roosevelt, Noel Wells. Hello, Noel. Hi. <laughs> I wish I had more things so we could we could change up like what my credits are. <laughs> right. But, you know, that's also like you have a perfect filmography because you you wrote, directed and starred in a movie and it turned out great. Thanks. Thanks. Well, hopefully, you know, I have some other stuff 
coming someday. So I'm hoping so because I need more work as an actor. <laughs> and you will always, <laughs> always. There's always we'll write you something. <laughs> uh, and also joining us is another former guest. I think we were uh, we you were on the show in Vegas, probably also in LA. Currently starring in Jackass Forever. It's Rachel Wolfson. Hello, Rachel. Hello. Thanks for having me. Um. Uh, how did you, what was the audition process like to become the first lady jackass? Um, well, everyone kind of had their own way into the, to the franchise. Like they all got to throw names in the hats of people they recommended for a new cast. And then one day, um, Johnny Knoxville slid into my DMS and asked me to hop on a phone call with him. And at first I thought I was being pranked. Um, I was like, is this really Johnny Knoxville or is this person going to try and steal $5,000 from me? Um, and, uh, so I, I got on a phone call with him and it was really him cause it was his voice and like, hi, it's I'm Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> and, uh, I was like, oh, wow, this is real. Um, and so I, I went in for a meeting with him and Jeff Tremaine, the director, and they just, it was the quickest meeting ever. They, it was like five minutes long. Cause we're all bad at meetings and have ADHD and they basically just asked if I wanted to come, um, like play with them and, and hang with them. And then I showed up for a test shoot and then they just kept asking me to come back. So you could hang. Yeah. yeah I'm down, <laughs> down to clown. <laughs> but, um, forgive me for not having seen it yet, but, um, do you, do you part? I know you participate in things like tasers and and uh, hot, super hot foods and stuff. But do you? Uh, what's the most physically dangerous thing you get involved with as far as like jumping off of something? Um, I didn't do anything. Well, I guess the the most physical would be like licking or uh, the scorpion Botox. I had I let three different kinds of scorpions sting my lips uh, <laughs> for. Uh, <laughs> for uh, lip enhancement. And then, um, we shot the, I think it was, yeah, the opening scene where you see, um, when you see the movie, they introduce us cast members in this, um, like uh, this, I don't know how to describe it. I guess, uh, it's like a war scene almost. I, I, there's a bunch of explosives happening behind me essentially. And I got bruises all down the backside of my, my body that day. That was wow. But yeah, just, it was, just from explosions nearby, you got bruises. Well, the explosion happened right behind me. So the strap, the, yeah. like, the, the, the strap, I guess the, the leftover, the material hit the back of you. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> I do it again. <laughs> well, that's a possibility, right? Cause isn't it, since they are getting, bringing in like some fresh blood, can they sort of keep going without uh, Johnny? I mean, I, I, I don't know the answer to that, but I, I have, I would, if they asked me to do more, I would absolutely say yes. All right. Well, uh, hopefully they're listening and, uh, <laughs> and we'll, we'll make that a, a reality. Cause Johnny himself, he's just like, he just is definitely out. You think? I mean, I don't know. Like this guy is a daredevil. That's like, I, I just, I feel like, you know, I, I can't really answer for him, but um, I just can't see a place where Knoxville isn't part of the jackass universe forever, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. But he could be more of a figurehead and not have right. to fall off of anything. Yeah. I mean, we'll have to see. Cause like, I'm not really sure that the, the desire to like do stuff like that ever goes away. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I just saw him on a, a talk show recently though. And, you know, and he just, he's got like, it feels like he's got the, you know, the bones and the, the movement of like a 90 year old, like yeah. he's just so <laughs> he's been fucked up so many different ways. Yeah. Thanks. Thank goodness for modern medicine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's keeping them, keeping them stitched together. Uh, well, thank you, everybody, for being here. And before we begin the games today, I'd like to make a quick stop over at Recommendation Nation. That's where each one of my guests recommends one movie. As the reverse, as the returning champion, Brandon knows 
to expect this to happen. Last week, he suggested uh, he went rogue on me and suggested uh, Charlie Brown TV special be my Valentine Charlie Brown, uh, which people do seem to be quite fond of based on the, the poll that I did on Twitter. But what do you have for us this week, Brandon? Yeah, this week I'm going with the Netflix Fire Festival documentary. Uh, I think it's called <laughs> Fire, the greatest party that never happened, because as I mentioned, I'm hungover. And uh, this weekend, what I like to do is uh, I, I find myself in my free time, like reading and learning about like epic entrepreneurs that like have these epic crashes. So I used to work at WeWork. So I'm like really excited about We Crashed. We'll, let's watch the trailer that this weekend. You know, the Theranos uh, doc, uh, series on Hulu's coming out that I've gotten screeners to. So I then revisited this Netflix Fire Festival documentary. And it's one of the craziest, most hilarious true story crimes I've ever seen. It's just so absurd. And then also the fact that Ja Rule is like <laughs> knee deep into all of this. It just makes it hilarious. And that's one of two documentaries that came out. On yeah, the there's subject. a Hulu one as well, where they actually talk directly to Billy. This one's like everyone talking about Billy and a lot of footage with him. But uh, the Netflix one's by far more entertaining. OK, that's good to know. I mean, I, I guess people were saying their preference between the two uh, back when they came out. But I just sort of didn't pay attention because I never paid any attention to the whole fire festival thing. I mean, I know, I know of it as a reference, but I, I just didn't see either of the movies. Yeah. So this, is, uh, story. this is a good, uh, a good suggestion, Brandon. Thank you. Uh, Noel, what do you think? Have you seen anything lately that you would wholeheartedly recommend? I mean, uh, well, I just watched airplane, but I feel like your audience probably, Oh, I'm sure they've seen it. Um, yeah, I, you, you know, know what? I'm going to stay on the Netflix, you know, grifter documentary vibe and just be, just as like a warning, like everybody should watch The Tender Swindler. <laughs> Is it a good movie? It's a documentary about, yeah. yeah, it's a full length. It's not a movie, no. Did I mess this up already? It's a documentary. No, no it's a documentary that's okay, feature cool, cool. length, so it it's counts. Feature length. It, but it does kind of feel a little bit like, like a an episode of something, but it is full length and it is fascinating and a good warning about just how people use platforms to, to scam people. And, and also how like on dating apps, it's how you can get hooked. You know, you're like desire to connect or to find love. Like somebody can exploit that. It's, it's, it's fascinating. Yeah. I've been watching uh, love is blind and I just, I can't, I can't get over. Oh my God. Love is blind is amazing. How, how crazily the, the, the people involved are manipulated, but still at the very end of it, I, I feel like everybody, you know, does right by themselves. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to the reunion specials coming up in a, a week or two. And I'm curious to see how, uh, how all those relationships are going. Um, Rachel. I mean, do you wanna, do you I want to stay in this genre. <laughs> I personally think there should be more apps that people can scam people on. So I'm all here for this <laughs> swindle. Um, Love is Blind. I, I just binge watched that. But I just uh, the last movie I watched on the Netflix, I'm keeping it with Netflix, was Don't Look Up. OK, and uh, you recommend it? Yeah, I thought it was great. Sorry, sorry if I offend anyone with that. No, I think no. I don't know if anybody's like, offended by it as much as well. Maybe they that. are. Some it was people solid. Don't it was solid. The editing is wild, but I understand the choices that they made. Yeah, yeah. People, people were complaining about the way it was shot, but I was like, it's definitely a choice. So I don't know. Like, I don't know if you can actually judge it. But I love the movie too. So I got your back. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'd say laugh really hard. I thought that some of the, you know, people in that movie that the acting was like, uh, you know, it's unfortunate that the way it was put together, Leonardo and Jennifer Lawrence, their their characters are the least interesting characters in the film, yeah. uh, you know, and they have to be the center the whole time. So I, I thought they did a decent job, but I thought that all the supporting uh, roles were, you know, more interesting. Um, but yeah, very polarizing movie because it's, you know, clearly clearly uh, pointing out that climate change is really a, 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 a big emergency that too many people are treating like not only like it is an emergency, but also that it doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's silly. And uh, 
I'll be interested to see what uh, how people react to the uh, poll of uh, comparing these three movies with each other. Because, <laughs> I mean, Don't Look Up is as close to a documentary as, as films, as narrative fictional films get, I think. <laughs> totally. Um, thanks for all those recommendations. And we are going to play some games right after this break. We'll be right back. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. A new year is a new chance to focus on you. You're probably already picturing yourself struggling at the gym, but not all self-help has to mean suffering. Squeeze.com is making it easier than ever to elevate your wellness by delivering a juice cleanse right to your doorstep. It's the easiest juice cleanse you'll ever do that may aid in weight loss, eliminating bloating, clearing your skin, boosting your energy levels, improving sleep, and breaking bad eating habits. Meet all your health goals from the comfort of your home. Get free same-day local delivery or fast free delivery nationwide with code WONDERY today at squeezed.com. We are back, and uh, the first game that I would like to play with my guests, Brandon and Noel and Rachel, is a little something I'm calling Spider-Man. Why is it called Spider-Man? Well, the latest Spider-Man movie. I know Brandon's seen it. Have you ladies seen it? No. Nope. Not, not yet. Or Okay. No pressure. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I took forever to see it. I just saw it like a week or two ago. Uh, but it's the, you know, it's the biggest movie of all time uh, at the box office. So here's how this game works. It, it, even though you haven't seen it, I'll just tell you, spoiler you know, three different Spider-Men's uh, show up in the film. Uh, the three different dudes that have played Spider-Man over the last uh, couple of decades. And um, their names, of course, are Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland. So I'm going to state a fact that applies to one of those three gentlemen, and you just tell me which one it is. Okay. It's that easy. Um. Brandon will go first. If he misses, then Noelle only has to guess between two names. And if she misses, then Rachel gets the uh, gimme point. And, <laughs> it, and, it, uh, and it goes from there. So here we go. Brandon? What's up? Toby, Andrew, or Tom? The three Spideys. Which one was born a bastard? <laughs> <laughs> Which means I love. It sounds so much worse than it is. It just means his parents weren't married yet. Like they, you know, conceived him out of wedlock. Which who cares? Yeah. Which uh, one? Which one of those dudes is a bastard? <laughs> Jesus. I'm gonna go with Andrew Garfield. <laughs> Why? This sounds so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Garfield is a bastard because <laughs> he's British, but he's like really like connected with his emotions. He can he has a huge range, and I think you only get that if maybe you had some darkness in your family history. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry to say that, that is not That's the fair. correct answer, despite <laughs> that amazing logic. <laughs> Noel, between the remaining two dudes, Tom or Toby. Who do you no. think was born a bastard? Um, my, the first thing that popped in my head was Toby. Yeah. Yeah. Any, any, do any, have any reason? Like it just, just like, that's just your gut. Your... It, it, instead of it being because of his range, it's because of his not range. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love Toby Maguire. Um, so he's great, um, but he's very he's Toby. Like he's, he's got very that. Toby. I love to. I actually love. I love Toby. So, uh, but yeah, he's Toby. I think Toby. He's Toby. There's just something like he's human ASMR. I think. Oh. Like there's just something calming about that guy. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, 
He's a fucking bastard. No, <laughs> like that movie, The Great Gatsby, I think is a documentary about his relationship with Leo. Because <laughs> there, there's there's where he just looks at him and smiles all the time. I bet. Um, did I say whether you're right or not? Not no. yet. The uh, your answer is Toby, and I say <gasps> that is oh, correct. Yay! Okay, cool. Yeah. Noelle's on the board. Rachel I've got gets a bastard to go first. Radar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were 18 and 20 years old at the time. It just hadn't, you know, made it official yet and had a kid. And guess what? It worked out great for everybody. Thanks. I'm a, how, how about here? <laughs> or, I mean, I'm a bastard. What? Can girls be bastards? Girls mm. can be anything. No, it's true. Just you have to believe Noel. Girls, <laughs> girls can be bastards. They can be jackasses. You just have to dream. Oh wow! Yeah. So we got a bastard, a jackass. Yeah, I'm a bastard. Oh yeah. What about what? What about you guys? Same, same. Oh, we're I'm all bastards. Oh, wow. Are you? I'm a jackass. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> My parents were terribly, terribly married when they had me. Um, okay, so Rachel gets to go first on this next one. Is it uh, Toby, Andrew, or Tom? His son's middle name is Tobias. Oh, wow. Which I didn't even, you know, I always just think of Toby McGuire as just Toby. I didn't know, I didn't even extrapolate that that could be short for something. But also, is he the one who would give that name to his own kid? Uh, I'm going to go with Toby McGuire. That's your answer. You're going Toby. Yeah. Lock it in. Yeah. That's correct. <laughs> it just made sense. Dang, right? I knew that one too. He's the only one with kids. Yeah. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Yeah. He, Tom yeah. Holland's 25, and uh, Andrew Garfield, I think, is single right now. Unless yeah. they have some secret bastards running. That's around. true. Noel might be onto something. I'm like, what are the odds? Like, what would be like, you know, that's such a specific name. Yeah. But also, I mean, Brandon really snuck in there with the, the other two don't even have kids because I I'm not even sure about that. But it sounds right. I, I, didn't I even feel know like he had I didn't even know Toby McGuire had kids. I just figured if he did, that would be a very Toby thing of him to do. Yeah. Yeah, he did it. He sure did. All right, Brandon, you're up first. This is your chance to push a three-way tie. Which one, Toby, Andrew, or Tom, all Spidermans, <laughs> which one has a morbid fear of heights? I'm going to go with Tom Holland. I think he's talked about how scared he is of heights. Really? I think so. But I also mm. that could have been Zendaya. <laughs> so, I'm gonna go with Tom Holland though. Okay, that is incorrect. Oh, nuts. Yeah, uh, Noel. Between uh, the remaining dudes, Andrew or Toby? I I would say our sweet Andrew. You're going Andrew? Yeah. Oh my god. Feels goodness. like a British. It feels British. I don't know. And I feel like we've been, you know, really is it are they all Toby though? That's that's this that's when we figure out your game. Um, but I'll just do Andrew because I already said it. Okay. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> no, <laughs> and, you did, and you did figure out my game. Rachel gets the <laughs> gimme point. Oh, uh, it is Toby McGuire. Wow. Yeah. And you know, now that you mention it, the other two could be afraid of heights and they just don't, they're just not as vocal about it. So I can't be absolutely sure that uh that Brandon was wrong, but also this game only uh, the only prize is you get to go first in the next game. So it's no big deal. Oh my God. Uh, but Rachel, consider yourself a winner thus far. Wow. I'm just stoked to like, even by default, win something because notorious amongst the Doug Love movies fans, I suck at Doug Love's movies. Well, you know, first of all, I don't consider anyone that uh, calls any of my guests sucky a, a fan, first of all, although I have had some sucky guests on, I, I'm not going to lie. But um, the reason people should be mad at a guest is because they weren't, they aren't a fun person. That's what I'm looking for more than anything. And uh, 
I think you qualify. Thanks. All of you do. Thanks, Doug. And thank you, Brandon, for pointing out that uh, the the thing about the other two not even having kids, because it didn't even cross my mind when I came up with this tiebreaker. Yeah, I'm actually really Which disappointed one? in myself that I didn't get many of those right because I know way too much about these three characters, these three actors. Right. Well, here's the uh, here's the one you definitely would have gotten by the same logic because the tiebreaker, if if we needed it, was going to be his daughter's middle name is Sweetheart. Oh, <laughs> got it. Yeah, because Toby <laughs> really did name his daughter's middle name is Sweetheart. Can you imagine? Wow. Like Barbara, I mean, Sweetheart. I mean, middle names don't come up much anyway, but it's still, you know, anytime you have to show your ID or something, <laughs> that your middle name is Sweetheart. <laughs> and what does that mean? Your parents are romancing you? <laughs> it's a good stripper name. You're the love of our life, Sweetheart. I mean, I guess you call your kids Sweetheart, but it's still, I don't know. Baby cakes, like... <laughs> Sweet Cherry. That would have been a great middle name for her. I don't like Sweet Cherry. That, sweet cherry. I do, I do mm. not like that one. <laughs> Baby Cakes McGuire would be great. Um, <laughs> all right. So, like I said, Rachel is our winner thus far, but it mostly just means that she gets to go first in our final game, which we will play after we go to one more break. We'll be right back. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. We're back and it's time to play our second and final game of the day. And it's one of my favorites. It's called weird algorithm. <laughs> uh, Brandon's played this before. Noel might have, I don't think uh, Rachel has, but maybe no. you have. Nope. Um, I'll explain it. The IMDB, the internet movie database um, has a function where you can pull up, you know, the cast of any movie or TV show and then refine the order that the names are listed so that they're listed uh, by popularity according to IMDb's algorithm, which is why this is called weird algorithm because sometimes it's it doesn't make sense. Star meter. And what's that? The star meter. Yeah, it's, it's basically the star, the star meter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, for some reason, they just say, you know, you want you want this re list refined based on popularity and then you click on it and it does it. So uh, what I do is I pick a movie and then I, you know, look and see, uh, you know, the what the popularity index says. And so I'll name a movie and you'll each take turns. And you can share an answer on this one. If you have the same feelings as someone else, you can share the answer. It's just strategically, you eventually don't want to answer the same as somebody else the whole time because then you can't win. Then it's just a tie. Uh, and the first title we're going to do today, and Rachel gets to go first. And everyone's going to get a chance to go. There's three rounds. So each person will get to go first once. And then if there's a tiebreaker, uh, Rachel get to go first in that uh, in the tiebreaker, um, but we usually don't need that. The first film we're going to talk about, since we're already on the subject, is Spider Man: <laughs> No Way Home. Now I'm going to also help you out a little bit by telling you that it stars, of course, Tom Holland, Zendaya, who, when I was on a show recently, I said Zendaya and people lost their shit 
<laughs> so I'm glad Brandon said Zendaya earlier in this broadcast to remind me that that's how you're supposed to say it. I've literally just been sitting here being like, how, how what's the right way? Like, how do you say it? like, it's been, yeah. And it's also, brain. it's a cool and, name, no matter which way you say yep, it, she's, you know yep. what I mean? It's not, it's not like insulting. It's not like, you know, you're giving it a bad spin when you go Zendaya. That still sounds cool. Uh, Willem Dafoe, Toby, of course, Andrew, uh, JK Simmons, Alfred Molina. Um, you, you get the idea. Mm-hmm. Who do you think, Rachel, of the cast of that movie would be the most popular, the most searched on IMDb, like right now, like today? Mm. Tom Holland. That's your go. That's your answer. Yeah. Okay. Brandon, what do you think? I'm going with Andrew Garfield just because he's really started getting the respect he deserves as Spider-Man after this movie. So I imagine a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, what did he do after he did the last Spider-Man? That's my theory. That's interesting because I like I didn't like the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies. I thought like the villains were boring in those and and just, you know, I just didn't get into it. Uh, But I didn't dislike him as Spider-Man. But he definitely had more of a spazzy, like he had more of like the comic book where he's constantly uh, cracking jokes. You know, he's jokier than uh, Toby's. Yeah, and he's and, a little bit weirder. And I think they really play that up in No Way Home. And that's why it works so well. But that's just. Yeah. That's yeah. Because then it's not three guys that are just the same guy, essentially. Uh, but then I thought Tom Holland took more from I think he acts more like Garfield did than than Toby did. Um but again, that's sort of more like, as I understand it, in the comic books, he's he's a lot, lots of jokes all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's your choice uh, is Andrew Garfield and Noel. What do you think? I would say Zendaya because she's, uh, you know, Euphoria is out too, and it's she's incredible in it, and you know, she has like all these things out at once. I mean, I look up. I look her up all the time. So <laughs> are you entirely up on uh, euphoria? Like have you seen oh, yeah. everything up to this point? Oh yeah. I was like first season. I even got into glitter makeup because of euphoria. <laughs> <laughs> and I spent the whole, the entire <laughs> pandemic being like, okay, I guess I'm just a makeup person now because of how there, there's just like a very sultry glam. Like, I, I don't know how to describe it, but I, I really I'm an adult woman that has been bit by the glamour of the show. And then, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for it to drop tonight. Uh, I have so much anxiety about tonight. I think it's going to be, Oh man. Yeah. It's good. It's good. This is the last episode, right? Yeah. For the oh. season. It's going to be, it's going to be bad for some people. I think. <laughs> I think yes. Um, yeah. I just, that, that show uh, I, you know, I haven't seen all of it, but whenever I do watch, I just think that, I'm so happy I don't have children. <laughs> I, I think that might be why I can enjoy it as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it is really, it's a lot. Like, uh, <laughs> there's not like a light episode of that show where nothing terrible happens. <sighs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Give us a break. You, I want to feel euphoric. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, here's how this breaks down. And... Um, Like I said, it's a weird algorithm because good old Andrew Garfield, you know, he's nominated for best actor right now for Tick, Tick, Boom. And uh, he he is amazing and he does a great job. (laughs) I just said amazing because his his Spider-Man movies were called Amazing Spider-Man. But um, anyway, he came in sixth. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah. And he's he's got like so many movies out. That's surprising. Yeah. Well, I mean, all these people have reasons, I guess. I, I can't figure out why uh, the guy who plays the lizard, Reese Ephens, or Ifens, I've never known for sure how to say his name. He came in fifth. And then fourth is good old Benny Cumberbatch, because he's, you know, Doctor Strange shows up in this one. And third is a dude that I'm unfamiliar with named Arian Moyad. And he plays, 
who does he play in this Spider-Man? I forget the name of his character, but like a cop or something. And he uh, he's also on Succession. So I feel like that's what's giving him. Oh, yeah, yeah. The guy who's uh, the best friend of Jeremy Strong's character. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. He played like one of the cops interrogating Peter Parker at the beginning. There you go. That's it. Yeah, Detective Somebody. So, yeah, so he's third. And then in second is Tom Holland. So Rachel gets two points for that. And for three points in, in the first slot, it is Zendaya. Wow. So Noel takes the lead, but it's still anybody's game. See, I thought on IMDb would be more of the acting nerds. Oh, man. It's well, I feel like people look people up for so many different reasons. They don't, you know, it's not, and they're not always positive. You know, it's not like they're looking them up because they're dying to see, you know, other things they've done. They're looking them up to, to, uh, you know, hate on them or whatever. Because um, when somebody gets in the news for some reason, or you know, she's not in any of these movies, but I bet you Gaga is pretty high up right now just because there's so much talk of her being snubbed by the Oscars for uh, Gucci. And let me ask, uh, Noelle's an actress with a lot of uh, experience with acting and mm-hmm. actors. How do you, if you were working on House of Gucci and Lady Gaga kept that silly accent up uh, all day just so that she doesn't, lose it which i don't i don't i wish you know where would she lose it but what do you think about kind of about that kind of acting um yeah <laughs> wow i mean i i will be 100 honest i i cannot stand like method acting but i don't even feel like she's doing method i think she's just can't can't retain can't an accent unless she just I, does I it all the she's, time. I think if she's doing it all the time to retain it, that that would be totally different. And I, I would respect that as like, it's just what she has to do. So, I mean, I can't, you can't get mad at somebody's process that they need to do, but sometimes I feel like people do almost like performative acting things. It's like bad acting to act. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, and I, and I drives me crazy. I'm like, you don't actually have to do that to act right or to do, to act well. It just feels like an artifice on top of it. But if she really needed it to hold on to it, yeah, that would be, that would be like, you're at, you're at crafty and she's doing that. act. I don't know. Her accent was so <laughs> intense and strange, but, but I thought she did. Gra- I actually really liked her. I thought she actually, her arc in the movie just to, Stan Gaga her arc in the movie was really was really good like she became that dark scorpion woman I feel like maybe just like the editing to get her there was a little confusing you you just never know what she brought and like what the order of it was but anyway I'm just gonna defend her because I thought she did a good job yeah I'm sure she's uh, I haven't seen the film but you know and the, the woman who she's playing has that insane accent it's not like she's making it up yeah, but it's like yeah. Uh, it's still to me like then doing interviews where you explain that process. Did they ever? That's uh, where she loses me is when it's like bragging about how she did it. You know? Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I just don't think it's necessary, and sometimes like I'm. I guess that's what I mean by performative. Yeah. Well, like you know he, that Adam Driver like sprained his eyeballs from them rolling back into his head. <laughs> he would do that voice in between scenes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did Jared Leto burst through the wall like the Kool-Aid man with that crazy accent? Oh, my God. That was crazy. <laughs> but so also, cuckoo bananas. But also, I didn't know that was Jared Leto until maybe <laughs> an hour into the movie. It was like one, there was one scene where the light hit his piercing blue eyes. And I was like, oh, my God, that's Jared Leto. <laughs> I, could, I didn't know. <laughs> So I think his like dumb accent really worked. Like it's like a Luigi. <laughs> There's no way he wasn't laughing after every take. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. I mean, it also like he probably was fun to be around on the set because he wouldn't, you know, in, in between takes, he'd probably act like, like Jared Leto, but with that makeup on. So that's <laughs> such a weird contrast. Doug, you need to see it <clears throat> just because there's a scene where Al Pacino in an Italian accent and Jared Leto in an Italian accent are both screaming at each other. And it's one of the <laughs> most unintentionally funny scenes I've ever seen. It's amazing. I think that was the scene where you could tell it was him. There was like, they, they staged it by a window. <laughs> um, it's such a funny, uh, that was... I, I like the oh, also Doug, you should see it because there's like a really steamy scene with Adam driver. I don't want to spoil it, but you, you can, 
Oh God. I don't I, I basically I don't watch movies and like ever fantasize about like what I've seen in it, but for a good week, like anytime I close my eyes, Adam Driver, they like literally did it on purpose. It's like they every time I close my eyes, Adam Driver was just leering over me. And I was just crazy. Did you uh see the last duel, Noel? I haven't seen it. No. Okay. No, because it's really like it's been an interesting year for Ridley Scott because he made that and House of Gucci. And they're both like total like awards bait kind of things. I mean, just as soon as Ridley Scott signs on, it starts headed in that direction if it's not a alien movie or something. And um, uh, just just the, the I haven't seen either film, but the sheer love hate thing like that 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 there's such a divide on both movies like people either each movie people either love it or hate it and you don't know if they're you know if they're standing ridley scott and loving both of them or you know or if they really are you know like one or the other uh, but i don't know i don't, I don't know, know if you could love i mean i haven't seen the other one but i don't know if you could love house of gucci i mean personally but i it was a wild ride the Last Duel is a better movie. It's like, because you kind of know what it is just from the trailer, whereas House of Gucci, I think, kind of tricked you a little bit with the marketing. It's a lot slower than you would think based on the trailer. Right, and it doesn't feel, it feels like there'd be too much dialogue for it to be a Ridley Scott movie. Like, Ridley Scott is so much about the visuals and, uh, you know, and the action and stuff. Anyway. I got to see both of those. I'm trying to see, you know, everything that's nominated for an Oscar this year. And, uh, you know, I think I'll succeed because the Oscars are so late. They're still a month away. There's not until March 27th. Anyway, round two. Woo! Who gets to go first? Brandon gets to go first in round two. Oh, boy. I'm sure you've seen this. You're always up on everything. And, uh, but... It's on Netflix, so maybe Rachel and Noel have seen it too. And we're talking about The Power of the Dog. The Dog. Power of the Dog. Starring Benedict Cumberbatch, Kristen Dunst, Jesse Plemons, Cody Smith McPhee, and Thomason McKenzie's in there too. But those first four I mentioned are all uh, Oscar nominees. So that being said, Brandon, which of those people do you think snuck into that number one slot for IMDb? Mm-hmm. Uh, Who's the most gonna, popular of all? I'm going right to go with Bender Cumberbatch, even though I feel like a lot of people probably did check out Kirsten Dunst because this is her first Oscar nomination. And probably were like, Oh wow. Yeah. She has been in a lot of things, but I'm going to go with Bender Cumberbatch. She did an interview recently where she's like, I won't rule out coming back to the Spider-Man movies. And it's like, well, is it her choice? Like, are they, are they <laughs> sitting around hoping she comes back? Like, well, I don't even know. <laughs> I, mean, I think do, everyone just kind of wants that Marvel money. Think you're going to do one where all the old girlfriends come back too? <laughs> yeah, they do the meme and all the girlfriends are pointing at each other. Well, yeah. Emma Stone can't come back because she's, spoiler alert, she's dead in her movie universe. So it's like, it's oh, really just right. and dunce. <laughs> that's funny they can all upside down make out with her <laughs> um one of the greatest screen kisses of all time is toby just dropping down upside down making out with her Great. um who's up next I noel noel hello <laughs> um i you know i would say benedict cumberbatch just because it's fun to say uh, I mean, I, I would, if I were to Google or if I was, I am DB search somebody, it would be Kirsten Dunst, but I'm going to say Benner, Benedict. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, so, uh, wh who would you say, Brandon? I said Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay. So you're both in agreement on Benedict. All right. Rachel, do you want to uh, go along with them or be a, go on your on your own here well i was gonna say benedict cumberbatch uh cumberbatch oh god i'm too high to say his name um benedict cumberbatch as well I'll, although i agree uh with noel that i would probably google kirsten dunce before that but i just see his name everywhere that's my justification so you're, you're going with benedict also yeah all right 
Well, here's how this breaks down. Um, number four was Cody Schmidt McPhee, which makes sense because, you know, uh, I think he's great in the movie, but, you know, he's pretty new and isn't a, it doesn't seem to be up to anything too squirrely. And then uh, in the third position, even though he's nominated for Best Actor and uh, is also in Spider-Man currently, is Benedict oh, wow. Cumberbatch. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody who would have pulled the trigger on Kirsten Dunst would have gotten two points because she, she's second. And number one, according to the weird algorithm, is Jesse Plemons. Damn. That's, respect. That's yeah. weird because I feel like people probably Google who's married to Kirsten Dunst and Jesse Plemons <laughs> came up and that's yeah. why he won. <laughs> There's no yeah, other I, reason. It's I I think it worked out great that they both got nominated because the talk was all about her and he was a little bit more of a long shot. But they're both so good in that movie. And it's it just it just warms me that they work together and work together so beautifully. You know, it's it's nice. I they're my if I like my my vision board couple. Like, <laughs> I'm, you know, single forever and I'm, you know, take took them on. And I saw them uh, right before the pandemic eating together and i was like it's a sign from the universe <laughs> someone's coming into my life for the nope <laughs> but i like <laughs> they're just that is the that's they're the like somebody you can work with and i don't know it's just so beautiful yeah it's great and he's, uh, the did best. You- he's the best act he's like such a great actor yeah i was just gonna say i would recommend people to watch game night i think he he's freaking hilarious in that movie as the neighbor yeah with the cutest dog <laughs> he's got the cutest dog you could you could have so and he's really he's really plays against the dog because he just always looks mad <laughs> and he's holding this adorable dog a lot of the time <laughs> all right uh so everybody scored one point so it didn't really change much so now brando has one and noel has four and rachel has three still anybody's game but noel gets to go first on this final third round and what a coinky dink because <laughs> we were already talking about it who do you think is at the top of the heap popularity wise in the cast of don't look up ah I'll, I'll i'll refresh your memory on some of them we got leonardo we got jay law we got jonah hill merrill Tyler Perry, <laughs> Kate Blanchett, and, and Ariana Grande. Oh yeah, Ariana. Grandy, Grandy, Grandy. Which I learned that that's how her name is pronounced, <laughs> but nobody ever says it that way. Grandy, Grandy. I also yeah, heard. They, I also heard that it's Lindsay Lohan instead of Lindsay Lohan. Yep, yep, so yep. Was, People's worlds were rocked by that. <laughs> it's also um, it's also uncut gems. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're learning the pronunciation of a lot of things lately. Do you know that Netflix actually changed the title of that movie for a day? <laughs> they what? did. Yeah. <laughs> to what? To what? To Anka Joms or. I love that. <laughs> well, they just changed it to G- like J A H M or something. Yeah, <laughs> whatever way they felt that she just tried to pronounce it. That's hilarious. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, Noel gets to go first. Who do you think in Don't Look Up is number one on the popularity index? This is a hard one. It is. I would say Jennifer Lawrence because I think she just had a baby. And I've seen I've I've personally been seeing her a lot more. So there's my there's Okay. My I think she had a baby. Don't quote I don't know. I know that she's with child or, you know, something like that. Yeah, I agree. She's either just had a baby or is about to have a baby or is thinking about having a baby. <laughs> She's definitely in the baby business. Uh, Rachel? Uh, I'm going to go with Meryl Streep. Fair enough. I don't know. She's just popular. She's just great. She's so great. And she was hilarious and don't look up. So Yeah, so funny. And everybody stayed for the bonus scenes, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Most fucked up bonus scene in the history of <laughs> bonus scenes. Uh, okay. So you're going Meryl and Brandon. What do you think? I'm tempted to go with Leo, but I'm actually going to go with Jennifer Lawrence to uh, Noel's point that she did just have a baby. And so I feel like she's probably top of everyone's mind in searching. 
so that's who you, so you're going with J Law. I'm going with J Law as well. All right, this is this is something. This is an exciting one. <laughs> There's some surprises at stake in these uh, these results because uh, number seven was Mark Rylance, who I think is a great actor and uh, plays the weird billionaire uh, in the movie. And then number six, I swear I watched the whole thing and do not recall a Chris Evans cameo. Yeah, he was the actor in that uh, that global warming movie they were advertising. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, really, it's there, a really weird cameo. Is there somebody else in it with him? Uh, I forgot who's interviewing him, but it's like a really quick blinking you'll miss it scene and you also have to look up who the guy is to know it's Chris Evans. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So that just says uncredited cameo from Chris Evans, but he, you know, people are looking him up, I guess. And then um, it's crazy who is number one. We didn't even bring him up in our discussion of the film. And I didn't bring him up because I wanted to see if anybody would think of him. Uh, Number one out of this esteemed group. Of international superstars, number one is Timothy Chalamet. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's going to be Willy Wonka and is currently in Dune, and I don't, I don't know what else he's up to. Just being associated with Army Hammer probably gets him some attention. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny if somebody asked Timothy Chalamet, were you ever worried that uh, Army Hammer was going to eat you? I was going to say, keep him away from Jennifer Lawrence's baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So then number two, uh, who I think is not only terrific in this movie, but she's also like the best thing in Nightmare Alley is Kate Blanchett. Mm. Yep. Or Kate Blanchett. And then number three was Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh. Yeah. So that's so, the top three. They're, those were the ones that were, you could have gotten points if you said any of them and nobody mentioned any of them. And then I'm so proud of this uh, f- person who's in fourth place for being in fourth place amongst these people. And that's Melanie Linsky. Yeah. Wow. I love who her. I assume is just in there because Yellow Jackets is so popular. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then in fifth, is Jennifer Lawrence. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Man, she didn't even get the baby bump. Ooh. So, <laughs> well, you know, it just depends on depends on what movie she's in that you look up. Like if you look up the movie Mother, she'd probably be number one, you know, above like Ed Harris and yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer or whatever. But she's on the buses for Don't Look Up, you know, like she is the star. Yeah, but again, as I was saying uh, earlier, she just has kind of a thankless role because she's uh, she's great, but she's just sort of sitting there going, you know, just looking at everybody like they're idiots for two hours, and she's right. And guess what? That means Noel is our winner with four points. You did it, Noel! Wow, I did it. I'm a winner. Congratulations! Oh my god, I feel so good. I mean it again. Oh, good. That's good that uh, the person who needed needed it won. Yeah. That's important. Uh, But let's uh, go ahead and start with you for anything that you would like to uh, promote at this time. Oh, I don't, uh, you know, I wish I was better at this. I I truly have been in, you know what? This is going to be so pandering. Just, uh. I, I want to promote some Ukrainian fundraisers. Charity. I love it. I love yeah, it. Where, yeah. which, where, I mean, obviously there's, had, it's not like, hard to find places to donate no, because it's coming but, up all over the place, but. but you do have to be careful. So here's what I'll say. You'll have to be careful because there are, you know, Ukraine's a, a, a complicated country and there are like alt-right charities that have sort of sprung up to try to get people's donations acting as if they're going to help it. So I would just suggest to do more of like a Red Cross or things that help refugees or help people get out of the country. Um, And that way you can kind of stay politically neutral. Yeah, because I believe like the country itself is set up uh, a, a specific yeah, and thing. I, so that might be one to avoid, you're saying? Yeah, I avoided it because I was I didn't you just don't know 
what that actually means. And as much as I'm like, I mean, this is just my, me politically, like I'm so like proud of the country for being like, we're going to stand up to this. I don't know. I don't know if I want my money going to like actual war, but that's just me. I'm right. Just to keep it clean. Yeah. You're not, you're not paying for the guns. You're paying for the uh, bandages. Yeah. Some water. Right. Also, (laughs) (laughs) also, also the country's getting like funding from all these countries. Like we're sending $32 million to military aid. So they have that money. So like that's the U S and a bunch of other countries are giving. So not to make this. Well, that's very nice of you to, you know, make this your plug. And so, (laughs) uh, you know, and, and, but also now I feel bad that, you know, Rachel and Brandon really have (laughs) stuff going on that they want to (laughs) promote. It's just because I don't have anything going on. You know, that's what what happens. This is a big thing that's going on. So you're, you're, uh, you're, you're doing the right thing and we'll have you back on the show uh, ASAP because you are ongoing champion. Yeah. So congratulations for that. And um, I used to tell people if you're a champion, you wouldn't get COVID, but it turns out that's not true. <laughs> so don't don't listen to that. Brandon Collins, uh, you had a nice run there of a few shows. Yeah, it was good. I'm, I'm you know, uh, but congrats, Noel. You deserve it. <laughs> Thanks, you know? Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were you know you were handicapped today by this uh, this crippling Corona hangover. Oh man, I'm so and, glad uh, we're not on camera. <laughs> <laughs> and uh well but so before you leave this time what would you like to promote uh sure i mean donate to what noah was talking about it's really really important that we show unity um to a lot of the struggles that they're going through uh y'all can follow me in american collins americancollins.com and if you like uh hearing me talk about movies check out my podcast medium popcorn at mediumpopcorn.com thanks again for having me doug thank you for being here and uh you know get get that rest or that uh bottle of something cold against uh, your forehead that always helps me uh rachel wolfson jackass forever in theaters now yes go see uh uh well after you're done donating to ukraine and and once you follow brandon and uh Maybe if you have time, go see Jackass in theaters and follow me on social media. Um, I'm doing shows around town, hopefully near a city somewhere where weed is legal sometime soon Uh, (laughs) or where weed isn't legal. Uh, But either way, uh, Rachel Wolfson on Instagram and Wolfie Comedy on Twitter. Yeah, didn't I see that uh, uh, here in Los Angeles, you're going to be at uh, Supernova on on, uh, Wednesday night? I'm going to be at Supernova, and then I have a show at the Virgil on March 11th, and I'm opening for Steve-O March 10th, and information's on his website. Uh, He's great. I I love Steve-O, and um, um, it's cool that uh, he's doing stand-up now. Hell Yeah. And that you can, you know, you can perform with him because the, the Jackass crew isn't a bunch of standups, you know, like he, he's the, he's the one, right? He's, he and you are the only people um, doing standup from there, right? Preston does stand up. Preston Lacey. He does? Yeah. And um, Zach Ass is starting to get into it. So um, I'm hoping maybe something. Maybe a tour of all of you. That would be so sick. Um, so we'll see. Hopefully. Do you know Steve-O's dog? Yes. Wendy. Yeah. Yeah. I love great, it. Great dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good dog i like i ask him to come on my shows just hoping he'll bring his dog um, <laughs> uh i got plugs too well just one really i'm gonna be at south by southwest doing a couple of doug loves movies tapings and a uh, wide world of dougs taping and so if you are in austin if you have a badge for South by, you can easily get into everything. And even if you don't have a badge, I think we're going to try to set it up this year since, cause South by has been, you know, we haven't done it for, you know, it's been two years now. So um, for this one, maybe just people who live in Austin will just be able to just get in. So uh, I'll keep uh, updating that information uh, as we get closer to when South by starts, douglasmovies.com and Douglas movies on Twitter are great places to go find all of my everything that I'm up to. 
and everything going on with Doug Loves Movies. Thanks again to Brandon Collins, Noel Wells, and Rachel Wolfson. Thanks, Doug. As always. Thanks, Doug. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thank you. As always, you're not an asshole, Mark. You're just trying so hard to be. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of Gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for